Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? We have Nick Carlson in the house from Dawson Manufacturing, and he's got his race helmet. He's got his gloves. He's ready to go, but you got competition, man. Corey Ballard's here. Mitchell Gordy's got a pretty good, uh, you know, race in history. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You going you gonna to win tonight? We'll see. My weight plays a factor. I know I'm quite a bit heavier. Oh, these electric. That's not good. Yeah, it's not good, but I, I, I've i got uh, 24 years of racing experience to lean on. So we'll see. It's all about letting the car roll. Yeah, so with these electric go-karts, though, that, that seems like if you're lighter, you would have a big advantage. You do. It, it, okay, so it comes from acceleration. So every time, I don't know if they can hear in the background the tire squeaking right now. I know I can hear it. Oh, by it, the way, get your mic just a little bit closer since it is so loud. Okay. There you go. All right, there we go. Is that better? Yeah. All right, cool. So anytime you hear the tires squeal, that's loss of traction, loss of speed. So the whole entire point is to don't let the tires talk. Right, so you want to let the car roll free. You want to let it roll right through the corner. A lot of these guys attack these corners, thinking they're going faster because they're pushing it harder. In reality, they're just scrubbing speed because they got to they got to stop to make the turn. Right. So what my goal is, I'm going to take it wide and let it roll. There you go. Well, I really look forward to catching up with Nick here at the Launchpreneur Academy Live. Thanks to today's show sponsor, Jobber. If you guys are looking for a CRM to run your business, check out Jobber. They're giving a free 14 day trial at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. You can do your billing. Organize your business, have everything all in one place with the CRM Jobber. Again, you can try it for free for 14 days at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Mr. Producer will put the link to Jobber in today's show notes. So, Nick, you've been coming to this event for a while. You're, you're a speaker mm-hmm. and do, doing like a panel on Sunday morning. Yep, yep. What, yep. Are, you, what are you going to be speaking about? Are you going to wing it? So, well, last time I came and I spoke, I had a bunch of notes and lost them. They got erased out of my phone somehow. I don't know how that happened, but uh, I was left to my own free natural reign of, you know, what comes out of my head and out of my mouth is yeah. all natural. So this time I've got a, a PowerPoint put together, gave it to Brian already, um, Really what I'm going to talk about and focus on is, you know, everybody can you use their hands, right? We all pretty much start, you know, God willing, we all have 10 fingers and 10 toes and we can work really hard. And that's what a lot of these guys get in this industry for. Yeah. But what, what it turns into and what I experienced was I went from working hard and making lots of money to I got thrown into the paperwork side. I got thrown into the sales side and I got away as my company grew away from the actual work. Where's where we most most start, right? Uh-huh. And so I want to talk a lot about manifestation. I want to talk about uh, mental fortitude, good attitude, choices, um, really a lot about what's bouncing around between your ears and a lot of the choices you make day in and day out, how you speak to yourself, how do you speak to others, how do you conduct yourself personally, how can that can affect your business, how can treating your employees better, you know, reflect on to your customers, you know, the full cycle and circle of your customer's experience. I, you know, when I was younger, I didn't understand the, the whole process of a customer and how they ended up calling mm-hmm. and not understanding that full process completely was a, a huge problem because I was just like, hey, look, I just want to work. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not about that. It's about giving the customer, you know, undeniable customer service, make so them feel good. comfortable and make them very, make the whole process very easy on the customer. Right. Yeah. And, and so I'm going to do a lot of talking about that feeling because a lot of times money is spent based off a of feeling. 
Um, and there's one other thing called an RAS. It basically an RAS. Um, it's what I call a net around your mind. And that net is a safety net that protects you. It's basically like a subconscious almost. Yeah. And so what you're paying attention to are things that matter that, that people pull their wallet out for uh-huh. or, or drop their guard for you to be friendly. Yeah. You have to check off some boxes to get through that net, through that RAS. And then the, once, you, once, you, you, once you cure or, or make that subconscious mind happy, yeah. the conscious mind doesn't have to think too much. Right. And that's unfortunately, it's almost like laziness, but it's true. And I've studied this for two decades now, and I understand what it takes to to help someone let their guard down and make a friendly conversation or a sales process. Or, you know, when I was doing landscape, I I didn't really sell. What I was doing was I was coaching. Mm -hmm. Right. And, And a lot of customers would just say, you know, Nick, you know, you didn't try to ask me for the sale. I said, well, I didn't have to. And they're like, well, why? I said, because you'll come back tomorrow. And they did. Every single time. Wow. They'd call me back the next day and go, I couldn't stop thinking about what you were doing. You were helping wow. me. And I'm like, yeah, I was just trying to help. I was just coaching. So if you do your job right and you make someone feel comfortable and you relax with them and just walk down the path and listen to them, but also remember they called you because you're the professional. Uh-huh. Be that professional. Bring them comfort. The sale will just come and the money will just come. So like a lot of times when I look at spreadsheets, I'm, most people just drop to the bottom want to see like that big number at the bottom. I'm up here in the notes going, well, what does this look like? How did that feel, right? And if I do this top section right, the bottom big number for the end of the year is going to be massive, mm-hmm. right? And that's how I've run my businesses. Everybody keeps asking me, they're like, how's MulchMate doing? How's Dawson Manufacturing doing? And I, I don't know how else to say it's great, but we're, we're an eight-figure eight business with only six employees. <laughs> and, I, and I did that in three years. Right. So that 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 stuns people. But it's because of all those years of studying and all the understandings of what I've gathered, whether it's employees, understanding them, giving them a pass to, to success, because if they're successful, you're successful. And then that'll free you up to allow you to go do your job and, and go coach to get those sales. Six employees. Eight figure revenue. Yep. In three years from nothing, from an idea, a big white box to selling to the number one landscape company in the world, the number two landscape company in the world. I just signed one of the biggest retailers in the world two days ago. It's, un- it's unbelievable. I mean, the, the future is just astounding. I How mean, did that feel to sign that deal with the retailer? Scary. It is. Why? Because oh, you have to produce the... It's, producing's not a big deal. I was uh, tr- Somebody was asking me about that earlier, and I said, you know, all, all producing is is that, you know, when I used to make cartmates, uh, a pallet of metal would show up. I'd weld it, or somebody else would weld it. You put it back on the pallet, and that pallet goes away. Well, now, now instead of having one pallet full of metal, now I have six pallets full of metal. So that doesn't scare me so much. It's more the strategizing the money, planning it out. I just signed a huge line of credit, so now I can bank on the bank's money to fund this growth. Because if I use my capital, if something goes awry, I'm SOL. And that's not what we want, right? I want a stable company. I need it for my people. I need it for the industry needs me to be stable. And so I'm bringing a lot of these biz- this business mindset to the landscape industry. And I'm trying to kind of reshape how things are done. Kind of like Chick-fil-A. I went to the very first Chick-fil-A two days ago you know, down in, in Atlanta. Uh, I was down at FabTech down there uh, two days ago. And, um, the you know, Dwarf Chick- House? Yeah, the Dwarf House. Yep. I live in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. You're in uh, Dawsonville, right? Well, I'm in Cumming, which is next to Dawsonville, okay. but I... I, I, I used to have 
whereabouts in Dawsonville. Yeah, so Dwarf House is crazy, right? It's huge. Yeah. I walked up there. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. They but sell cheeseburgers, too. Do I don't they? know if they still do. They used to sell cheeseburgers there. So when I went inside, I, Chick-fil-A. Went, I went to the right where the Chick-fil-A was because I just wanted to get a quick breakfast and get the heck out of there. But they had that whole diner thing to the left and a yeah. pie shop. It was really, really cool. But going back to business, you know, Chick-fil-A revolutionized how the the fast food industry was, yeah. right, or is. And they're successful because they're breaking that mold. And that's the same thing I'm doing. How do you, you, you mentioned this like five minutes ago about focusing on the customer. Mm-hmm. Focusing on the customer. Focusing on the customer. As things grow and get more complex, mm-hmm. how do you not drift to be putting out all these fires and, and keep making sure the customer is so happy? Do you, so you just use the exact word I use, drifting. Don't be a drifter. You need to wake up each day with an attack plan. This, again, goes back to some of the things that I'm uh, proposing tomorrow. Basically, I'm coming with a bunch of opinions tomorrow to the LAL show. This isn't this isn't fact. This is just my approach and just take it for what it is. But one of the big things is taking notes, right? You, most people are like, oh, that seems so simple. Well, I didn't do it for years, and I was scatterbrained. I, here's the difference. You said fires, right? Mm-hmm. If you're doing your job right, you'll recognize the things that create sparks to create the fire. And if you can run your business properly, the sparks will never even come, right? And when they do come, typically, if you handle yourself properly, those sparks, you can actually turn those into a controlled burn. And those things will make you more money in your life than anything else in your entire life will ever will. That, wow. I mean, to, be able to, to be able to turn a problem into cash is something that I mastered when I was in the landscape business. And that is something that I'm going to talk about tomorrow. And problems are your opportunity to become a hero. No wow. hero, no hero is ever born in good times. Wow! Great men are born in bad times, and then you know, great men create great times. And so, unfortunately, you kind of have to go through the the crud, the mud, to get to that great side. And that's what those fires will do to you. You'll learn quickly. Can you give us a, an example of a problem that you turned into money? So, okay, one of the last ones before I sold the business, because I'm kind of like losing all my memory of that because it's been so many years now. But sold the landscaping business. Sold the landscaping business. Not Dawson Manufacturing. Not Dawson Manufacturing. No, no. I've been offered a bunch of money for it, but that's not going anywhere for a while. Um, the uh, the landscape business. One of the last ones, this lady, um, she had this this patio where we, we put in this huge walkway in front of her house and had a, like a split to it that went from the house to the driveway. And when it split and went wide, there was like a landscape bed there. Well, it just simply had an arc to it. Right. And, and she was just just in an uproar about this arc. And it didn't get to me until she was a full bla- bull, full blown blazing fire with throwing race fuel at it. Right. I mean, this woman is out of her mind. She's being belligerent. She's cussing at me. And I just stood back and said, OK, ma'am, I'll be right out. And by me keeping my cool, by the time I showed up and said, yes, ma'am, I'll be out there to take a look at it right away and came out there and did my job. She was already diffused. So then, okay, now she's diffused. Now I'm in the opportunity. I'm in the place where I can go make a bunch of money. So by the time I got her chilled out, the correction I made and my guys were able to make only took them an extra hour, and I sold her another $15,000 of the landscaping. Wow. Why? Because I had a good attitude. I chose to be positive. I chose to not let her fluster me. I led the conversation. She brought me a problem. We, as landscapers, right, people bring us their problems. They don't want to do landscaping. So you're a problem solver every day. And the better you get at problem solving, the more you're going to crush it. Designed for landscaping professionals, the Z700 Series zero-turn mowers from Kubota are the best in class in performance, productivity, comfort, and durability. You'll love the commercial-grade engines, durable spindle assembly, and a low profile with 14-inch wheels. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. 
Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. And the better attitude you have at it, you're going to have less anxiety and your people, you're going to be undeniable. That's what you're going to become, undeniable. That's so good. You mentioned you got offered a lot of money for Dawson Manufacturing. I think about Mr. Beast. He got offered a billion dollars for his YouTube channel. And he said, get lost. And so it sounds so similar to you. You you, you said, like, you're, you, you got something going on. Why did you turn down a gigantic pile of money? Because it isn't about the money. Like I said before, this is this is about, you know, ever since I was a little boy, I wanted to build supercars. I wanted to build... Just un- unbelievable, um, kind of like a Koenigsegg. I don't know if you're familiar with a Koenigsegg, but Christian von Koenigsegg's from Sweden. He builds some of the craziest hypercars in the world. He, he builds just, they're, they're incredible vehicles. And I wanted to do the same thing. Now, I haven't made it to that level yet, but I did find a place where I could fabricate, design, build. And every day I get out my my little boy that's in me that wants to, to build things with Legos. And you know, that's, what, that's the kid I was. Um, I'm able to live out my dream. And if you can't live out your dream, what do you live in? Yeah, you have a bucket full of cash is that really going to make you happy like this helmet i brought with me today you know the first thing cory ballard said a minute ago to me was funny i could say it because we're on good terms but he's like that's kind of douchey and i'm like yeah i guess i can i can see you think that but i didn't bring it for you i brought it for me that makes me happy you know and if i look like a douche look like a douche i'm happy It, it isn't about the money it isn't about what you look like it's about how how you feel and i'm not hurting anybody by bringing this helmet i'm just being me and no, and when I started my landscape company, I got pulled away from being me. I tried to become a hard-nosed contractor. I was big and tough, big truck, and you know you're not gonna push me around. And I cuss, and I would do this, and I would do that, and it, it just it didn't work. And I and I got away from it, but I had to still kind of be a person I didn't want to be in the landscape realm for some reason in my area. And when I started Dawson Manufacturing, I swore to myself I would never, ever lose sight of who I was. And I came to the, the forefront being who I was. And it's resonated. It, I can clearly see it has paid dividends to me. I've been who I am. I've stood in my own shoes. I'm very comfortable where I am. And you don't build an eight-figure business in three years faking it. How do you think Stan Genetic coming um, over, how has that influenced all this in three years? And, and you're in the community at this event. How, how has social media Brian Fullerton, Stan Genetic, how has all this influenced you? It's, it's, it, uh, there's no possible way I'd be where I am. Um, you know, when we first came to it, I had a, a, one of the guys I mentored, it's like, you need to, you need to talk to Stan Genetic. And I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Like, I wasn't into social media at all. I'm not that guy. 
and and I saw the power of social media when I started looking at Stan stuff. And then next thing I know, I'm like, well, who's this Brian guy, right? And that was the next person that was kind of in line that I found somehow. I don't know how that happened. And I posted something. And then not one week later, Brian reposts one of my early posts about the Multimate swinging wide open because it's the big door is what it is. And um, I'm like, hey, dude, thanks so much, blah, blah, blah. And he was like super nice back to me. And I'm like, well, why are you being nice to me? You don't even know who I am. I don't even know anything about social media. I don't know about anything about this. Heck, it's almost a cult, it seems like, in a good way, not a bad way. Um, and I'm like, wow, this is, this is absolutely incredible. And so I said, well, how do I, how do I, how do I, these are like friends, right? Like, how do I get into this group of people? And so I went to everybody and said, look, I was you. I had this idea. Can you help me share the word? And like, I would do things like I would send um, lanyards and stuff before trade shows back in 2019, I think it was, 18, 19. And I just, I went to like Blake at B&B was one of the first guys I went to because he, he's younger. Uh, I think I went to Brian and I just said, would you wear my lanyard to GIE, please? Like, I'm almost broke here. And I would, I would spend the... $12 to ship it or whatever it was to everybody. And I did it with like 15 or 20 guys. And I said, can you just, I just simply straight up asked him. I put my tail between my legs. And I said, can you please help me? Right. I'm not some big shot. I'm you. I'm just trying to make it over here. I've made a change. I can relate. I can talk your language. I can, everybody likes to be relatable. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I did all that and dude, they, everybody just took me under the wing. And I think it comes back to what I was telling you of I was just being honest. I was just being who I was, and they could see that I just, I wasn't faking anything. And it's, honestly, I was faking more of the manufacturing side because I wasn't a manufacturer yet. You know, I was learning those ropes, and now I've, I'm a professional uh, manufacturer. I can build almost anything I want. And so it, it's just, it, the whole social media thing, I think the old school guys get it wrong. I think they need to more look at it as a library of data, and that data is something where you can see a timeline, a timestamp to everything, and... It's like a bunch of salespeople together. Like you and I can be salespeople for each other. I can talk about your podcast. You can talk about Mulchmate or Cartmate or whatever. And we just, we just, what do they say? A rising tide lifts all ships. What the heck do you think we're doing here? So if you have a bunch of good attitudes and you have a bunch of just, well, what I call killers, meaning they want to do a great job in business, like Corey Ballard, he's a, he's a freaking maniac. You know, he's trying to kill it, right? Good for him. Some people hate on him a lot. I don't understand it. If they don't like him, why, why can't they just scroll past his stuff? I don't get that. Whatever. That's a whole other conversation. But I think the whole social media thing has been, I wouldn't be where I am today without it, period. And that's just the facts. That's so good. Well, I really appreciate your time, Nick. Hopefully, I know you and Corey are talking trash. I ate that dinner, man. Uh, Mitchell and, and, and Corey already started making excuses. And, and uh, Corey said, well, you got too much weight, blah, blah, blah. And then they brought up the helmet. And then there's a friendly, friendly, friendly battle here. But everyone wants to take home the crown. So Of course. Well, they're killers. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate Nick. Looking forward to your talk tomorrow. Oh, one more thing. How did Equip go? Because every time I walked by, you were, I couldn't even get a hello. And you were, I... there was a people... It was it was absolutely incredible. We we signed so many deals. I, I looked down at one point and seven Brightview guys are laying under my trailer. I just see legs sticking out. I'm like, what the heck are y'all doing? Like, imagine imagine seeing a 4.5 billion dollar company and the top eight guys or seven guys are under the trailer. Not one human being has ever laid under my trailers. Not once. I haven't even done that. And they're just like under it. I'm like, 
the Brave View execs. Yes. I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, dude, you know, we just, we're ready to order these things. They get this. Fun fact. They said their mulch mates, their 25 mulch mates that they bought as a test, they said they increased their, um, not revenue, their, their Efficiency. uh, efficiencies 50 to 75%. That's a good testimonial. I don't know of a single product that I've ever seen in my life that moved the needle 50 to 75%. Just a big white box. Wow. Un- unbelievable what Mulchmate's done for them. So it's cool. They're looking at trailers because they they want to. They don't want to put them on their trucks. They want to put them on trailers so they can change them between trucks easily, quickly. So cool. Congratulations, Nick. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Paul. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug-and-play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.